It's about time to take your great idea and turn it into a reality with Squarespace. They make it easier than ever to launch your passion project. Are you trying to showcase your work or sell products of any kind? Well, you can use their beautiful templates and customize just about anything and make a beautiful website all by yourself. And if you get stuck, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support that is there to help. Go to squarespace.com grace for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code grace to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Hello and welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep. I'm Grace Helbig, your host. Very excited to have Rob Hubel with us today. If you don't know him, you probably know him. He's got parts in just about every comedy thing you've ever seen. Currently on Netflix's Medical Police, which we all encourage you to watch start to finish so they get another season because it's absolutely hilarious. We also take a real unexpected deep dive into what it really takes to be a parent and um, his sordid past with Martha Stewart. It's pretty graphic, so you're not going to want to miss it. Enjoy this episode of Not Too Deep. How often do you look at your own IMDb page? Oh, man. Um, well, driving here was hard because I was like <laughs> swerving. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I don't look at it very often. Because it's a lot to take in. You uh, have, me specifically? You have quite possibly the longest IMDb page oh. I have ever seen. Yeah, well, it's because like my career has been, I, I'm not on any shows, so I'm just on other people's shows. So I just like jump <laughs> onto other people's shows. Well, this is what I wanted to see if you um, saw this part of your page. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, it's under trademark. Okay, so this is, I guess, what IMDb has decided is your trademark. Oh, wow. It says... <clears throat> Often plays charismatic, but otherwise loud, ignorant, and obnoxious jerks in what is usually a smaller cameo or guest star role. Isn't that nice? That's what they put about Isn't you. that nice? And what's crazy is I have a publicist. Like, I pay someone a lot of money. To scan all of this Every stuff. month. Every month I'm paying this person to, like, get me, you know. Yeah. And we can't. And, like, IMDb is this, is this like, um... What's the word? Impenetrable. You cannot Mm -hmm. penetrate IMDb. Like uh, if your age gets on there, you can't like I I try my age is on there. And a lot of people don't want that. But I don't really care anymore. But like for a while, I was like, like now I'm so old, it doesn't matter. But when I was young, I was like, oh, don't put that on. Um, But like they're really weird about like, no, that's on there. Like you can't take it off. Wow. Yeah. Because I remember um, because I started I did comedy in New York before moving to L.A. And I remember you don't don't use that at me like I didn't do that also. I'm trying like, to relate to you yeah. as a human being. I'm trying to find common ground real quick. We both worked the hard streets of New York. The gritty streets before <laughs> gritty was even around. But the I remember it was such a uh, stamp of approval when you had an IMDb page. Oh, yeah. That yeah, it was yeah. massive. And then next was like Wikipedia. But Wikipedia is like IMDb, but with all of their boundaries gone like yeah, anyone yeah, yeah. can anyone touch can it anyone can say anything and go in and completely change yeah 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 i've had people do that and i just I was, like yeah, i can't even fight it but isn't that crazy though like if there were someone that was like putting together a movie and they're like wait who is rob hubel again let me just look him up me, that's what they would read about me <laughs> that i'm i only do cameo roles and i'm always an asshole you're always a little ignorant yeah. and obnoxious yeah. and um you're only in smaller cameo uh, guest that's stars. all i want that's so all i want to do those people that are coming for you for the A-list nope. uh, leading man roles are just like, oh, no. no, he'll pass. So it would be he'll egg pass. on our face to even ask him about this. I love that. that oh, that's the reason I'm not a movie star. Because <laughs> <laughs> my IMDb yeah, page. Yeah, the trademark section I was so close, but then people were like, no. <laughs> um, no, you have been, you've been working in everything constantly all the time. Um... I don't know if that's true, but sure, I'll take that. I like that. Yeah. Um, I, I I mean, I have been really um, lucky to jump around on a lot of other fun. And, and I really like that. Like, um, and I, I I was being self-deprecating. Like, I've been on some shows, you know, for, for a little while, but um, mm-hmm. but nothing huge, you know, that's like defined me. Like, I've sure. never 
had like an NBC sitcom or something like that, you know, where that's, I've done it for years and years. Sure. So, um, yeah, I've just been lucky to pop up on usually funny shows that are already going and yeah. So can you talk us through the beginning stages of you getting into improv and comedy and that world? Because that's obviously where everything started. Yeah. I mean, it's, I feel like it's so boring, but I'll, the, but the short story is but the people that are the curious people, about yeah, yeah, like yeah. how, how do do, they yeah. can get their cameo yeah. roles have to start somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If you want that sweet cameo money, <laughs> you call me, call me, take my workshop. Um, no, uh, yeah, I just came up through uh, in New York on the tough streets of New York. Mm -hmm. And um, I was just lucky to be in the right place at the right time when UCB was coming together. So I was okay. I was one of those people that was like, oh, wait, what is this? This is a new theater. And so. At that time, I mean, like if I name people, I I, I always get in trouble because I start naming people that I um, started out with and it's all just like white dudes. So it's super <laughs> embarrassing. But there are some white dudes that I came up with, um, like Shear, you know, Paul Shear and Rob Riggle mm -hmm. and um, Cordry and Ed Helms and. Um, so, uh, and you met them all through, I UCB. met them all. I didn't know any of those people. Yeah. Oh, and wow. I, I didn't do, I was like in New York. Um, I moved to New York when I was 25 okay. because um, I just wanted to live there for a year. And I didn't from, from I lived in Atlanta. OK, and, so pretty um, big shift. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and I didn't know what I was doing at all. Uh -huh. I, I just moved to New York like I just wanted to the like dream. change my life. Yeah. yeah. But um, but yeah, I had like regular job jobs like, okay. um, you know, up until the point I was, you know, so I had like two jobs until uh -huh. I was like 25. And I was like, well, I'm going to go to New York. And I thought that. um. I didn't have the nerve to say like, I want to be an actor or a comedian. Mm. So to like have a clear, yeah, like, yeah. that was too scary. And that seemed mm -hmm. impossible. And like, I didn't, I, I wouldn't know what to tell my parents. So right. I said, um, I wanted to work in advertising because I thought like, oh, if I could like work in advertising, I could write funny commercials. Okay. And that seemed like sort of tangential to comedy. Right, you know? like the but, best but, of both worlds. Yeah, but still, still real job. Yeah, but still being responsible. <laughs> Did you have any prior experience in advertising? No, okay. and, no. and I never got a job in advertising. Okay. No, that was just like my cover. Uh -huh. And so um, I just kind of like bounced around New York and did um, – I ended up working in production like behind the camera on shows, like, okay. like working on – First as like a PA and then as like an associate producer and like a field producer. Like I worked for like Martha Stewart for did a while. Did you really? Yeah. I mean, I worked on, you know, uh, this big Christmas special that she did, which was a nightmare. That sounds, uh, oh, yeah. I don't think she does small Christmas specials. No, 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 no. It was amazing. Uh, yeah. She had Aretha Franklin come on for wow. her Christmas special. So you had these two. Um, Titans, uh -huh. uh, who did not get along at all. I was gonna ask, like they, they would not, they would not, um, really talk to each other like off camera and stuff. Wow. And so it became like this very tense, um, cooking segment. I remember they did this cooking segment <laughs> and, um, you know, Martha has this studio that looks like this beautiful Connecticut right, pristine, home. Yeah, yeah. It's so gorgeous. And, um, and Aretha, um, is just very different the way, you know, she, um, uh, lives her life and like, I think approaches cooking and stuff uh -huh. like that. So, you know, it's very like down home. Like, and so Martha sure. was like, sort of like taken aback by that. <laughs> and, um, I remember, um, Martha's like making some little like perfect fucking Turkey <laughs> for Christmas. And Aretha was making this big, like country ham uh -huh. and she took out like a big thing. And Martha was like, Aretha, would you, um, do you, are you going to put something on that? And she goes, yeah. And she took a big thing of mustard and she was like, a <laughs> Like all over her hand. It was almost just like a fuck you to Martha. It's yeah. like, this is going to be good. Like eventually if you get off my back. Right. And then she took like a big, a big jug of, um, some, uh, it was like ginger ale from Detroit or where she, she was just like, glug, 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 like, like basting it. And Martha was like, what is happening? And so then they would finish their things and Aretha's hand would come out and it would look awesome. Uh -huh. And I'm sure it's delicious. And, but Martha kept doing this fucking thing that. <laughs> It was so crazy. She would go, Aretha, because they were trying to transition into this thing where Aretha would sing, uh, like, okay. <laughs> like Silent Night or something for this Christmas special. Right. So she'd be like, that was great, Aretha. Now, how would you like to sing for your supper? <laughs> what? And literally everyone was like, okay, cut, 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 cut. <laughs> um, Martha, Martha, come over here. Um, let's do that again, but let's just like change up the end. No one has the nuts to say right. to say Martha that sounds racist yeah. don't say that so they're like um 
uh, Martha, just try something else at the very end. So she would like do something else, take out the turkey, take uh-huh. out the ham, and be like, wow, blah, blah, blah. Aren't we lucky to be here? Hey, how would you like to sing for your chef? And <laughs> she kept doing it. It was so, it was like a nightmare. Uh, but it also a hilarious comedy moment. Just yeah, to be yeah, like- yeah. Well, for me too, like working those early jobs that were not comedy jobs, like right. um, I got to, you know, just see how production works and mm-hmm. how like what a director does and what the writer, you know, what producers do. Right. And so that was really valuable. But, um, you know, I, I just wanted to get away from that sort of job and uh-huh. into like real comedy stuff. So um, sort of my first comedy TV jobs were also behind the scenes, but I worked for Michael Moore on a TV show for about a year. And then I worked for the daily was that, show. That was the HBO show. No, he did a show way back, um, called the awful truth, which okay. was like, um, him going around and fucking with, um, yes. you know, evil companies mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that and congressmen and stuff like that. So we got to do really cool stuff, but, um, yeah. So that was sort of like my first, he was sort of the person that gave me a, a, my first chance at like writing a comedy bit and he would go do it, you know? Oh, cool. So that was really cool. And then, and then like, I got to go to the daily show from that. And, but I, I wanted to be on the daily show mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, you know, setting up shoots and, and field producing pieces for people. And I was just like, I wanted so bad to be on the show. Yeah. But once I was kind of in that world as like a produce as a, like a field producer i was sort of stuck you're but, too um, valuable in that so important <laughs> so that important setting. but also that's good for you at that moment to like how ha- it sounds like you gain clarity more and more and being like i actually want to be on camera well that was cool is that like um i think it took me a long time i was just like comedy adjacent for yeah. a long time because i wasn't <laughs> like i just wasn't um i didn't know how to do it i didn't know right. you know like now there's so many ways to get into comedy and so many different ways to approach mm -hmm. it. But like, I didn't know what what I was doing. And so I just thought, well, if I can just be close to comedy, (laughs) maybe I could kind of come in the back door. I don't know. Yeah. I'll just sneak in. One of them is going to leave the door open and I'll just run right in. Yeah. Yeah. And they did. They did literally actually one night (laughs) at Martha Stewart. They, um, how long did you work at Martha Stewart? It was just for like six months. It was for for this one Christmas special. Yeah. But we were, we were at one of her houses in Connecticut Uh and I was leaving one night and, uh, and, and I had left her property and I realized I left my backpack and I was like, (gasps) Oh fuck. I left my backpack in Martha's house. So I hopped this fence, this giant (laughs) fence, security fence and like ran up and like snuck back into Martha's house and like, and someone like some servant, you know, was like, hello. And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, please don't kill me. You know, it was like some old white ghost, you know, like, and I was like, please don't kill me. I just forgot my book bag. Oh, that's, I like that. Instead of, um, telling, uh, your boss, you took it upon yourself to do a small <laughs> to, heist to, of yeah, Martha Stewart. To assassinate Martha Stewart. <laughs> oh, that's so bonkers. Um, but also, those are, you know, the learning grounds. Those are your stomping grounds. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, that sort of stuff is helpful because, like, you know, when you are just starting out, like, I, I think that – and you – I don't know exactly your trajectory, but, like, you probably – didn't have the um the room to fuck up as much because i feel like you were like on like you were you started doing your own thing and so you kind of have to know like well what is my take on everything like what is my sort of like what do i angle yeah yeah and um and i had a long time to figure that out like because i was just sort of like i don't know what i'm doing i don't know what i'm doing you know yeah but it's also watching like i think one of the most valuable things um in coming up is just like doing everything like trying to be a part of everything trying to say yes to everyone's shoot that they ask you to do or every little job that they ask you to do because you pick up something whether it's a story or a skill in like every single one of those opportunities. I totally agree. Like, uh, yeah, I did. I mean, now I'm very no to everyone that asks <laughs> yeah. me everything. Um, Grace, can you I do my you student to, film? But that... I think at one point in your life, you should be saying yes to everything. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, for sure. I mean, like when we were starting out, like, yeah, we would just do, you know, run around and shoot funny videos and put them on YouTube. And yeah. like, that's how we got, um, we, me and Sheer and, uh, our other friend Aziz, did this show human giant on MTV, but that all came from just that sort of thing that you're talking about. I was like, do you guys want to get together on Saturday and just shoot something funny? I got, we can go in this office and we can shoot something funny. And then like, 
well, you know, you do that for a while and then you have like, oh, we've got six sketches, you know. The, it's so cool because that was at the time that like, you know, internet was starting to be the uh, a <laughs> The thing. beginning of the internet. Yeah, the yeah. internet door started to open a little bit. And so I'm always curious, like for you guys, when you're you're starting out and doing things on your own and then it transitions to TV, like how much changed, if anything? Like uh, as far as like what we could do. Yeah. And, did you well, feel like, OK, now we have a bigger platform, but we have to abide by different rules now? Yeah. Well, we were um, again, it was one of those things where I just got we got very lucky with um, the the guy that was running MTV at the time. Mm. Um, was this really sweet guy who was sort of stuck doing all these reality shows. He was doing like The Hills and, um, you know, all the, the things that changed my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But but like he was a big comedy fan mm. and like and kind of liked he liked sort of like the old MTV, which was like really kind of weird shows. Yeah. But MTV was totally changing and becoming what it is now, you know, like this very like mainstream and 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 they, you know, to their credit, like sort of broke out with like all of those reality shows and stuff. But I think he was kind of still um, a little bit bored by that. So, sure. so we were just this like weird little punk rock sketch show. And, um, and he, it was almost just like, I don't even know why it, literally he was like, I don't even know why you guys are on the channel. I think you guys are really funny. I don't think anyone else is going to watch it, but I'll put you guys on and you can do whatever you want. But the only thing we had to do is we had to go in and pitch him once a week, new sketches and stuff. Oh. And it was just fun for him sure. to like laugh and be like, Oh, that's fun. Hey, what if you guys did that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. cause he was like a comedy nerd also. So and he so, has his outlet with you guys yeah. to be able to express And that's comedy. how we had that job. And so we never really had, to change what we were doing to sort of make it more accessible to sure. people that watched MTV. It was almost just like this fucking outlier that was like, it's so great. Though. Oh, I don't know. This is this weird thing that you, that, that you probably won't like, but here it is. You sure, know? But, now but that was a good spot for us. Yeah. It's, it seems like right place, right time situation. Yeah, also, yeah. you get to be in the MTV hall of fame with the Carson Daly's <laughs> and everything now. Sure. I Did mean, you guys it, all still hang out to be part of the MTV <laughs> family <laughs> is you know, it's a lifelong um, uh, responsibility. Yeah, it's a it is a family. It's like <laughs> juggalos. <laughs> it's exactly like juggalos. Uh, so okay, now you're you're in the world where you get to work with friends, which is like the greatest gift anyone's ever given. Isn't that the best? It's so it's so. What if you cool. didn't have that? What if you had to go? I don't know. I guess I'd be in advertising. Stuff. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's like, what advertising is. Yeah, that's what advertising. Uh, is. I yeah, I think about how bonkers it is that you know I get to work with friends on a lot of projects and that yeah. people get to just do that all Isn't the time. It, but it. it it is like it's it's weird because we know people and, you know, doing this podcast will cross paths with people that are doing similar things. And yeah. you're like, oh, everyone's doing it. And like right across the street is Netflix and yeah. right down the street is. But, you know, so there's all this like there's all this huge media like right around us. Right. And so we just think like that's how it is. But yeah, it's not like most people, you know, it's really hard and you have to go to your fucking boring job and uh -huh. like you don't want to do that you want to like make your own thing yes. that you think is funny or cool or yes. interesting a hundred percent yeah we're lucky um well okay we're gonna take a quick break when we get back i want to talk about um the way that you instagram oh, because no. it's very fascinating to me <laughs> and of course medical please so we'll be right back with more not too deep Obviously, we all know that life is stressful and difficult, and we could all use some help sometimes, but we may not know how or where to ask for it, and that's where BetterHelp comes in. Their online counseling offers licensed counselors who specialize in issues including depression and anxiety, as well as complicated relationships, family relationships, sleeping, grief, stress, trauma, and anger. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions with your therapist, plus securely exchange unlimited messages. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs, get matched with a counselor and start communicating in under 24 hours and if for any reason you are unhappy with your counselor you can easily request a new therapist at any time for no additional charge get professional help when you want it wherever it's most convenient and not too deep with grace helping listeners will get 10 percent off their first month with discount code grace that's betterhelp.com slash grace why not get help betterhelp.com slash grace 
I bet you have a great idea that you'd like to turn into a reality. Well, you can. With Squarespace, they make it easier than ever to launch your passion project. You want to start a new business, showcase work, publish content, sell products, or more? Squarespace is the tool for you. They have beautiful templates created by world-class designers and the ability to customize just about anything with a few clicks so you can make a beautiful website all by yourself. They also have powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online and analytics that help you grow your site in real time. Everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box. There's nothing to patch or upgrade ever. Buying domains is simple and you can get the help you need with their 24-7 award-winning customer support. They empower millions of people from designers to lawyers, artists to gamers, even restaurants and gyms to turn great ideas into something real. Head to squarespace.com grace for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, use the offer code grace to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com grace. Offer code grace. We're back. We're back. We're back. Mm, I'm um, eating. Oh, thank you so much, Grace, for this delicious homemade treat. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> Did you bake these? They're so good. Oh yeah. Um, I'm I'm very into you are baking. So good in the kitchen. I know that about you. You're thank always you. cooking and baking and I've tried I <laughs> I play with hot things sometimes and I just see what happens. I just throw stuff in the oven and see what comes out. <laughs> uh okay, what is your relationship with social media? Um, I don't love it. I don't love sure. it. Do you, do you, no, you love it. I don't love it. No, you, it seems like you would love it. Uh, that is how it seems. <laughs> From what I know. Of you. <laughs> yeah. I think that is what it seems like to anyone that like quote works on the internet that they should love yeah. the internet. I think it has, um, some great qualities. To Every it. now and then I'll see a little corner of the internet. And I'm like, Oh, that's so oh, beautiful. I wish so the whole thing could be like that. Yeah. Um, but it's really just a fucking knife fight. It's just like, yeah, you have to use a lot of knives to get to that good corner yeah, 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 yeah. the internet. You have to slit a lot of throats <laughs> to find the little yeah. you know, smiling puppy. Oh, over there. God, I know. I try to find the silliest, dumbest stuff. Um, yeah, but, but you like you Instagram and I do, you I do. tweet. I do. I used to do a lot more on Twitter before um, Trump. And I don't <clears throat> know if your audience is a very pro-Trump. We're pulling the wool over your face right here. I have some Um, pamphlets I'd like you to take a look at. But I, but like I used to try on Twitter for you know for years to like write jokes and just be kind of like a weird like. Well, that's how it started. Twitter started as primarily a joke writing platform. Yeah, and it was really fun. And then, um, yeah, for me, like once Trump got elected, it just like I wasn't in the mood to joke about stuff. Right. Yeah. And it's still hard. Like sometimes I'm like. We're, this is, we're in fucking dark times. And yeah. like, I'm just worried a lot. Mm-hmm. So it's hard. We're well, also a family man now. So like, I am a you family have man. things to really worry about. So, yeah, the I, have, future of I know the world. I have a daughter to protect, but, um, but yeah, so, um, so for a while, I think I fell down the hole of like, I can't participate anymore. And yeah. like, I can't just make dumb fart jokes or whatever. Um, but just recently I've started to kind of dip my toes back into that. And so, yeah, um, but, but I've enjoyed Instagram more, I think now, cause I, I didn't do Instagram for a long time. Cause it just, I, I felt like, Oh, I got Twitter. I'll just do that. Right. But like, once I got into Instagram, I was like, Oh, this is way better. And Instagram's a little less nivey. Yeah, I, I feel yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it is very humble braggy, but that's what it is. We all know it that's can be cringy, but yeah. at least it's not like, um, Deeply, darkly depressing. Yeah, it's not depressing. <laughs> I do get jealous on Instagram. I don't know okay. if you if you feel like yeah. that at all. Like sometimes, if I if I'm not doing anything, like mm-hmm. if I if I like have like a couple days where I'm just like not working or something. I, like I'll look on people and I'm like, oh God, oh no, oh no, what's he doing? Oh no, oh that looks great. Why aren't I doing <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah. Why didn't they call me? You know. So yeah. that, or it's like you see someone that's on like an awesome trip. Uh-huh. You'll be like, hey, that trip. We got to go on more trips. Why don't, oh, why don't I? I'm a terrible dad. (laughs) It's more self reflecting depression that it gives you, um, which I think is the point, right? I think so. It's supposed to maybe indirectly motivate you to live a better curated (laughs) life in some way. Is is that the goal? But when I look at yours, just to let you know, it looks like you're having a lot of fucking fun. (laughs) Well, lately I've just been posting for medical police, but um, but I started to do, I kind of like doing, like being a weirdo. Like I I started to do this thing where 
um, where I, I kept finding groups of people that were meeting up without me. Yeah. And, and so I would take it. And usually it was just like, I'd be out somewhere and I'd see like a, gr a group of like middle-aged men and they're like bicycle tights and it'd be like 50 guys in a parking lot, you know, after like some sweaty bike ride. Uh -huh. And so I'd take a picture of like me in the foreground and them in the background. And uh, then I would just go off on them. I'd be like, you know, I just saw my cycling group. Meeting up. <laughs> so I, I sort of like that persona of, of like the weirdo. Sort yeah, of... you've created this almost meme for yourself <laughs> yeah. on your Instagram where you have you take photos of yourself in front of people doing something and then you put text over it. Something to the point of, um, fuck them, they're on thin ice. Yeah, I'm putting, I'm putting everyone on thin ice <laughs> yeah. because they betrayed me. Everyone, yeah. I was killing me this morning when I was looking at it. I was like, so everyone's on thin ice. Everyone's on thin ice. Yeah, I think the most recent one, I might, I, I can't feel like I might have peaked it out now because... I found a whole bunch of um, old women in a swimming pool. They were uh -huh. doing like one of those aerobics classes for old people. <laughs> yes. And so I took that picture and I said like, you know, this was my ice skating team who I put on thin ice, but I didn't know that it would end in tragedy. <laughs> so, so stupid. But it's just like, oh, that feels like a good place to end. Oh, uh, it's great. Also, maybe a good place when you're taking... Um, you're a grown man taking photos of a women's water aerobics class. Listen, you do. I, I, I've been busted a few times. Like, I know, what do, you, ask. do you do that? Do you ever like if you see someone that's yeah. like, you know, a weirdo or someone that's doing something crazy? Do you try to like put yourself? I used to do it so much more. Yeah. Um, and I felt like I was very sly about it. And yeah. I mastered the idea of being like, oh, no phone reception when the phone's up there. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I got to yeah. put it down here now and use it. And, uh, but I think because I'm a, a younger female, I have a tendency to maybe fly under the radar more yeah, than you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a six foot plus male. Yeah. Uh, so I think. Yeah, that you, you, you might, might be a little more slight. Well, I was at a restaurant the other night. No big deal. I can afford it. Oh, and, wow. um, okay. with, <laughs> it was like a little diner with my daughter. And there was this um, group of guys that were all together eating. And it was like a big, long table, but they were all dressed. Not as Nazis, but it was an unidentifiable like <laughs> army unit, but like old timey army unit. Okay. But it wasn't like you. It was like some sort of imaginary or fantasy army. And all wearing the same. All wearing the same uniform. Uh -huh. And then a couple girls that were so, sort of dressed in like period dress, also like old timey dresses. <laughs> and I was like, at first I thought it was like fucking Nazis. And I was like, I was going to go over and be like, guys. <laughs> Not cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I still don't know what it was. And so I, I figured out it's not Nazis. <laughs> so I tried to do that thing of taking a picture of me with them in the background. Uh -huh. But I got too nervous because it was so perfect. Yeah. And, uh, but I blew it. Like oh, I just, no. I didn't get a good one. And I was trying to do it where I was, I've never done this before. I was using my daughter. <laughs> I held her in one arm and I, I acted like I was taking a picture of me and her. And oh. really, I framed her out and it was me and these Nazis. That was a good dad. But uh, yeah. So, wow. Yeah. And you still walked away with no information? With nothing. Yeah, okay. I don't know what it was. So, I mean, the jury's still out on whether it was a. I don't think it's situation. Nazis. I don't know if I'm going to go back to the restaurant. I, I won't bring my daughter back. I will not bring my daughter back. Yeah, that, you got to draw the line somewhere. I mean, that's, I think, a good place to draw the line. But if there's Nazis eating here, we're not going in. The good thing is you did um, open the floodgate to now um, taking advantage of having a child in a situation to capture social media. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, that's probably <laughs> the main point of having it. Do you, I don't know if you have kids. I do not. Well, you should have some because... But my dog is usually yeah, that pawn for yeah. me. Well, with kids, it's even better because you can use them to like get on planes early before uh, other people. Yes. <laughs> like our daughter is three, but... um, And, you know, you can board early if your child is, I think, under two. And so now she's like fucking... She's like clearly <laughs> not too she's too big but we still try to board with her uh -huh. you know and she's like and now she can say like no daddy i'm three you oh, know i'm like no. Shut up. be quiet we're getting on the plane <laughs> you know so you can yeah you can use your kids to like do to get free stuff that's like, cool yeah it's really a great perk good to know you know i'm at the age where i need to start thinking about if i'm gonna go down the kid route or you, not. yeah so yeah I, I mean that's i would say that's the only reason though <laughs> Is just to cut lines, you know, get mm -hmm. on planes early. Sometimes if you're at um, like a grocery store and they're handing out free samples, you yeah. can get more because you have a kid. You have mouths to feed. Yeah. Literally. Also, um, uh, people like to give kids stickers. So if you like sticker, <laughs> if you, Grace, like stickers, oh, okay. you can get a lot of free stickers wow. if you have a, a child. I hadn't. Yeah, I hadn't really let myself tumble down that thought but path. other than that, other than the free sticker and uh -huh. like 
I don't. I wouldn't do it. I yeah. wouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll consider, but yeah, I yeah. have time. But take it all. I mean, I'll you take know, it all Think in. about it and, and just way... let us know. Let us know. You have till the end of the day. <laughs> With the way the technology's going, I don't know if stickers are going to be currency or obsolete. <laughs> like, I don't stickers know. are the new money. <laughs> uh, is there anyone that you? Um, I, I don't like to use the phrase hate follow, but hate follow on social media or just like, like the check Ooh. in with here and there because I, they're fascinating. Oh, I can't say, I can't say their name, but, uh, okay, but, but, the, but let but me say this. Let people. me say this. Okay. Yes. I'll say this and I won't give it away. Uh, are we filming? Oh no, we're filming this too. <laughs> so I can't even mouth it to you, but, um, yeah, there are some actor okay. guys that, um, that I uh, am not really a fan of, gotcha. but that do really well. This is terrible. This is going to make no, me sound no, like no, a terrible no, person. Because I it's fine. It's fine. I, we all do it. I yeah. also have people that I follow that I'm just like oh, fascinated. I get them. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a little bit of frustration there, but also just a complete like confusion and fascination with the way they live their lives, etc. Well, and also what they put on Instagram, yeah. like you know, uh, very like earnest posts about like <laughs> acting. and fucking doing the work like shut your mouth yeah no one cares but then they continue to do well and it drives me crazy yeah so um so i don't follow them but i do periodically go and check Check in in on on them them. but just to follow them like would be you're giving um, into the system that you want broken yeah So that's hard. Well, I feel like also because you've been involved in so many shows that are like parody of reality television or parody of like cultural shenanigans. Yeah. Like, do you watch reality TV? Do you like I feel like it's kind of part of your job to keep up with everything. I do, but not um, not as much as I should, um, because I'm just tired. Like we, our our (laughs) child is three and Mm -hmm. like she just makes me tired. Yeah. um, and she also gives me colds. Like I have a cold right now. You yeah, know, these, yeah. are, these are reasons that you Writing really want to write yeah. this down. Colds uh-huh. and tiredness. Got it. Two and things, you know, two things. <laughs> a lot of people overlook as uh, positives. I'm, well, the thing is people get sucked in with the sticker thing. Like, <laughs> the, like and you really got to think about it, Grace. But, um, but, uh, so I don't watch as much reality as I used to, but, um, what's uh, your go-to? Well, right now we're watching cheer on Netflix. Uh, have, you, have you watched that? All in one day. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So we are, uh, we're. Um, it's pretty great. I also did the whole deep dive, went on all their Instagrams. Oh, my wife None is of them so are following me. Yeah. I got listen slightly mad about that, but then I realized I'm way out of the demo of the, what they're watching. Oh, listen, they would not know who I, here's how bad it is. And I'll just say, cause this isn't so embarrassing, but like. Uh, we our show medical police and I'm not trying to plug it, but our show no, just started it. on on Netflix about right. the same time that their show started, and uh, Aaron Hayes and I, who's on the show, and I, we went over to Netflix for like a meeting, uh-huh. and they were like, "Oh, the Cheer guys are here. You know, all the people from Cheer are here. Yeah. Do you guys want to meet them?" And we're like, "Yes, yeah, yes. Please bring them. We want to meet them." And like they never came around, and we were like, "What? What? What, what, what happened that? to the Cheer people?" And they're like, "Oh, they got really b- busy, and they, you know." But uh-huh. so so that was like th- that kind of. Hurt my feelings a little bit. And then I said, so I emailed like a marketing person and I Uh I was like, oh, this is a great idea. Let's do like a cross promotional thing where I'll tweet about cheer and how much I love them and I'll post a bunch of stuff. Earnestly. Yeah. Yeah. And I do. And they can tweet about medical police. (laughs) This is me. This is my dumb, your marketing, my marketing background. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so the guy at Netflix was like, um, yeah, that's not going to happen. Like they're (laughs) fucking rock stars. Um, Like they're up here. Yeah. And I don't know if you know where medical police is currently right <laughs> taking a helicopter off of the roof of Netflix to I mean it is bonkers how big cheer has blown up yeah and that's why I was gonna ask because it's Netflix family like have you guys had a mixer do you guys get oh, to know I each other I would love it I would Just love a quick it I, I'm a little bit round. worried though because what is the future of what do you do um after that like because I don't that's know the $64, it's, a two, question. it's a two-year school and then there's like there's no future in that sport it's that's so wonkers to me. Like why that's what I. Why didn't... don't you and I start a league, uh, mm-hmm. like a and just it yeah. can be just after that. You know, it'll be like yeah, and it's everyone can join and we can uh, sort of like rival that monopoly that owns the cheerleading network that makes all the parents that don't have the money to pay for the network yes. have to figure out how to stream it. Yes. I don't know if you've gotten that far no, in the but series, I th- but I've heard about that. Yeah, um, there is no rival network. They have kind of this monopoly, oh so there's opportunity. Or we start some sort of like um, group therapy for the 
fallen cheerleaders oh, that have for the no injured future. Ones? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the injured ones because they get hurt <laughs> so much all hurt. the time. And listen, they're getting like head injuries. Yeah, and like, they're like clunking their heads on other people's heads. So if your daughter wanted to pursue cheerleading, no, absolutely no. not. <laughs> absolutely not. No Completely way. out of the question. It's not going to happen. Well, I don't know. She could be. It's so dangerous. I don't know. Well, you also. She's now um by proxy exposed to this world of acting and all of this now too. So is that something you're concerned about? Um, I mean, I don't, she doesn't know what I do. Like she uh -huh. doesn't know, like my wife used to do the news here in LA uh, on NBC in the morning. Uh -huh. I don't, why am I plugging NBC? Yeah, they're huge fans. So God, give them that shout out. Watch NBC <laughs> the morning news. But, um, <clears throat> excuse me. But after we had the baby, um, my wife has not been back to work since then, but, mm -hmm. um, uh, but so our daughter doesn't really know what I do. You okay. know, like I'll, I'll say vaguely, like every now and then I'll, um, I'll put on something uh, like she'll see something on my phone. Uh -huh. That's really weird. Like I did something with, um, uh, where I was in a, like a bald cap and I was in the makeup trailer. And so I ripped it off. And so it looks like I'm ripping off my scalp yeah. and my face and my head. Uh -huh. And you know, it's really it's funny to us cause we're adults, but right. to a three-year-old, it's like, what the fuck is that's happening? <laughs> Why does first of all, why does this man look like you who's bald? And also, right. why is why are, is he ripping off his head? His skin. And then you're underneath him. That, yeah. you know. <laughs> so that so she'll see stuff like that, but she doesn't know what I do. And mm -hmm. I think that's fine. Like I would love it if she didn't know for a long time. Yeah. Because well, I don't really want her to. Is she at the age now where like memories start happening? So that's good I to flood not. her with all the weird I ones. Hope not. <laughs> And she can just recall in therapy when she's like 25 and she's like, yeah. my first memories, my father being scalped by himself. I know. Well, my wife is also like, we both act very weird around, like we're all, uh, yeah. always just doing like weird bits, you know, like uh -huh. coming in with, you know, uh, you know, hiding from her, like for no reason, just like yeah. suddenly disappearing and hiding and then like <laughs> scaring her. Like we love to scare her. <laughs> It's so fun. Like she'll go down, like she'll, she'll turn the corner and like all of a sudden there's like a, there's this hallway in our house. It's like, now we just like turn out the lights and we like hide in this closet and That's... just to like scare her. Cause she loves it. I mean, it seems like she loves it. I don't I hope we're not traumatizing her, but like, so yeah, it's so uh, write that down too. That's another yeah. perk of having a kid is terrorizing. Well, that's them. the only. I mean, one of the only reasons I'd want to have a kid is for Stickers those reasons, and, and that you can terror. tell them anything. You can. You can tell. You are their resource to what the world is. Isn't it for crazy? Years, so I you can know. really feed that brain with complete nonsense. Garbage. Garbage. <laughs> Which is a true privilege as a parent. <laughs> yeah, I'm right now trying to explain robots to her, and like that's a oh, okay. really hard. <laughs> thing to figure out you know, so you don't want to explain what you do for a living but you really want her to understand what well, robots because we my wife and i started like acting like robots one day and we're like we're we are the robots we you know because we uh -huh. thought it was funny and she was like so she started doing it but then she's like what is a robot like yeah. what is that and we're like well it's like a person but it's a machine you know, it's really hard to explain that it's uh almost impossible to explain to a child it's really there's a few things that are really hard like um uh she uh she recently it's hard to explain death to anyone but like but she, <laughs> But like trying to explain death to her. Oh my God. It's is so, it's in like, I, re, I started talking before I knew what I was saying. Yeah. Um, because my mom passed away uh, uh, a couple of years ago. And then I think my wife and I sort of casually said like, oh, um, you know, grandma is an angel now, you know, uh -huh. just to, for simplicity's sake, yeah. right? you know? And um, so then over at Christmas, she saw like um, a, a kid dressed up as an angel. And so in her mind, that kid is it's dead. dead. <laughs> you know? And we're like, oh, um, well, angels aren't, well, you know, there's just no, you yeah. know, you find yourself in these like weird traps trying to explain things. Explain, yeah, I, I heard um, uh, friends of mine who are parents trying to figure out how to explain to their son where what a sneeze is mm, like mm -hmm. he sneezed and he didn't know he's like scared of it yeah. and how do you I don't even know how to explain a sneeze to an adult yeah let alone a child my and daughter like, sneezes you'll never know when it's gonna happen but it might happen again to you yeah my daughter sneezes and laughs like because she likes the way it feels oh yeah that's yeah. good so and then she just got fucking snot you know? <laughs> but she's just like laughing because the way it feels oh what a sweetheart she's gonna she's okay she's gonna know. be a real creative well, 
person. <laughs> she might be terrorized. <laughs> okay, we're going to take one last break. When we get back, we have a bunch of internet questions for you. So oh, we'll be no, right back. Oh, no, the internet. Speaking of, uh, we'll be right back. More Not Too Deep. Not Too Deep. What's Okay, before we get to the Twitter questions, I'm going to ask you the two questions I ask every single guest oh God. that is on the podcast. How I lost my virginity. Well, Grace, I was yeah, I should start on a ski lift. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first question is to tell us who, alive or dead, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Oh, Trump, for sure. Trump, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't even. Answer. Yeah. Okay, well, then I'll do a different one. Um, um, throw cold spaghetti. Um there was a guy, um, one time I was rushing to the airport in uh-huh. Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, there was a, it's a two lane highway going to the airport. I'll, I'll be short with this. Uh-huh. And um, it was early in the morning and I looked at my rear view mirror and there was a guy coming up behind me and there were only two lanes and there's, you know, there weren't a ton of people on the road, but anyway, he, this guy's like, hong, 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 hong. and I was going like 80, uh-huh. but this guy like had to get past me. Oh God. So like I get over and I'm like, whatever. And like, I really slowed this guy down. He like pulls up next to me and um, he's like, and he rolls down his window. He's like, fuck you, fuck you, you fucking asshole. Screaming at me. And then all of a sudden he lost control (gasps) of his car. And we're both going like 80 miles an hour. Uh And I was just like watching this person freak out. So all of a sudden he lost control of his car and his car, like, like he kind of got Got it back, uh-huh. but the car kind of like jumped up in the air and like, and he almost went off the highway, but then like got it back. Wow. And I started laughing so <laughs> hard. It, like he almost killed himself yeah, just to tell me. Because of his own rage. Yeah. So th- I think I would throw cold spaghetti at that guy. Yeah. That makes total sense. If you're sense. listening to this, I know he's a fan. Yeah. If you're, if you're listening just, to this, bro. He drives a lot. So he listens to oh, lots of podcasts. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, dog. <laughs> Yeah, that's oh, that's so miserable and also like so, like uh, darkly satisfying. And oh, a isn't it great when people get so mad? <laughs> he didn't get at you. hurt. He didn't get hurt. He's yeah, fine. I know. But he just yeah. shook himself oh, up a little bit. <laughs> I would have felt terrible if he had like rolled his car Oof, and like oh, that yeah. would have been awful. Um, okay, the other question is to tell us your worst pants shitting story or close call. Ooh. However. Right you can only, now. Well, it's happening <laughs> right this minute. You can only tell us in three words or three small phrases. So okay. uh, mine is college jogging front lawn. Oh, gosh, Grace. That's yeah. too much information, I yeah. would say. Yeah, tell me about that's it. That's a lot. Okay. Um, uh, well, I think I can say it in three words, which is just a term, uh-huh. but um, Boy Scout camp. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much sums it up. Yeah, and you get patches for that, or badges, or whatever. Yeah, you, you get a little get. merit badge. Yeah, if you shoot your pants. Yeah. We're surviving. Yeah, you have to figure out the wilderness. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so many mems. Uh, okay, let's get into some Twitter questions for okay. you. Someone to know: Could you point out your butthole in a lineup? Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Someone submitted that. Someone took the time on a keyboard on a keyboard to type that out specifically for me. Or is this specifically for you? Could you point out your butthole in a lineup? Everything is spelled correctly. There's no punctuation. Um, It's from someone at FHFK (laughs) underscore NGDM at buttholes.com. Yeah, Um, I don't think I could. I mean, it depends if it was like, you know, a few people. How big is this lineup? Yeah, it dep- yeah. If it was like a hundred people, no way, yeah. no way. Yeah, and I don't think, I don't, I don't think many people could. Yeah, if I it don't was a hundred so. people, I know, no way. Yeah, actually, that is a great idea for a TV show. There's no reason yeah. we're wasting time. We should uh, go. Game shows are back. We should go right across the street to Netflix and pitch this show, and come back, and we'll finish the podcast oh, later. Yeah. The Navarro cheerleaders are still there. (laughs) (laughs) They're still hanging out over there. Um, Okay. Which cheese do you think is the sexiest that really turns you on? Oh, that's a reference to um, the league. There was this – I used to do – uh, guest spots on the league right. with Sheer and uh, Manzukis and all those guys, and there was a scene where um, my character had sex with a big thing of cheese. Mm. So that person is 
saying that. I would say uh, Swiss cheese because okay. it has pre-made holes. <laughs> it's easy access. Okay. Yeah, it's just easier. <laughs> Because otherwise, it's just going to take so long. Yeah, otherwise, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, do you get people coming up to you and referencing things from shows like in that. person? Yes. Really? Um, well, specifically, there's only a couple things. Um, the League is one. That yeah. was like a, a like sports bro right, right. show. And um, uh, <laughs> it's funny because like those uh, – th that audience – is like just like bros, like football bros, like because it's, it's about fantasy football, which I don't know anything about. Uh -huh. And um, so yeah, but those guys were like so into the show, and, and it's they're... not at all what how I perceive myself or like. <laughs> so sometimes yeah, like usually like airport bars, there's oh, like okay. yeah. That or like, sense. or like dudes um, that work at TSA, like like the screener. I, I don't know uh, why in airports. That's sort of where. That's where you spend a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the league, I would say, and then um, 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 yeah. But there's other stuff too. Um, like I, I did like th this is a crazy thing. The Office is. Uh, there's a podcast here about the office. Yeah. The um, I did like two episodes or three episodes of The Office, like way back. Uh huh. And um. And my character's bit was dating Steve Carell's girlfriend and trying to like steal her from him. Uh, and her name was Holly. Yeah. And my wife in real life in real life is named Holly. And so sometimes I'll have people out of nowhere come up to me and very menacingly say, like, you stay the fuck away from Holly. Oh you God. stay away from her. <laughs> And so it's really alarming, you know, because wow. I don't know, like, is this an old boyfriend right. from my wife's life? Yeah, yeah. Am I in danger or is this just a fan of The Office? Wow. Yeah. Because one day it might not be a fan of The Office. Yeah. It's going to be like my wife's high school boyfriend, you know, Brad with a knife. Uh, um, do people ever come up to you and think you're someone else? Yeah. Or uh, not be able to place you. Yeah, oh, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, yes. People come up to me. People think that, um, um, uh, yes. And, but, but the not placing me thing is, is that happens a lot. Does that happen to you? Yeah. Do people I, know who you are. Sometimes, but I also don't like, cause some people will be like, do I know you from TV? And I'm like, Technically, no. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. It, and so, it's always kind of presumptuous to like. For try sure. And, and I've been burned. Dots. I've been burned on Have that. Have you? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, same thing. A woman in an airport said, um, like, oh, um, did we go to high school together? And I was like, oh, that's adorable. <laughs> oh, no. That's that's so sweet, lady. Um, no, <laughs> I'm on television. And she was like, Oh no, you're Rob Hubel. You went to Annandale High School in Annandale, Virginia. And I was like, Oh, hi, Kathy. How are you? <laughs> like it was someone oh, I went God. to high school with. Yeah. Oh, that's always fun. Yeah. Just to, and for her just, to know that you didn't get a big head after you moved no, away to Hollywood. I'm just a, yeah. I'm just a cool dude, keeping it real. Um, okay. Shira wants to know best thing about going back to work with everyone on medical police after children's hospital. The best thing, because for um, people that don't know, this is a spinoff. It's a spinoff of Children's Hospital. Yeah. Well, the best thing is um, that the all of the people that we did Children's Hospital with are, and I know everyone says this all the time because I get annoyed when I hear it, but like mm -hmm. everyone on this show is so fun to be around. Yeah. Like, Ken Marino, I would I would move in with Ken Marino <laughs> if he would have. Like I would leave my <laughs> wife and child. <laughs> And go live with Ken if he would have me. That's a, but, yeah, um, that's a great sign of respect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they, but yeah, everyone's just really fun to be with. And so, um, for some reason too, when we were making Children's Hospital, and then later when we got to make Medical Police last year, it, it's just one of those rare situations where um, no one was there telling us what to do. So it was just cool. like there's like no adults in the room. Yeah. So it just becomes like a fun fuck around with your friends. Yeah. You know? And whoever's directing, like I feel feel bad for them because it's like herding cats. You <laughs> right, know? It's right, like, right. guys, we have to shoot this today. And, you know. <laughs> Ken's taking his shirt off or what, yeah, you know, but um, having fun. yeah. So, so I think that's the best thing is just hanging out with people that you genuinely like and, and I don't get to see very often anymore. Yeah. Cause how long was it between the two series? Wow. That's a good question. I don't even know. I think, um, a few years, I think. So it's almost, it's like a little, it's a reunion. Yeah. 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 Like and then like, we're reunion. all friends. Like I see Lake, Lake has kids that are about, um, the same age as my daughter mm -hmm. and, um, I see Cordry a lot and, uh, uh, but you know, but 
like I don't see Henry Winkler very much. And Henry right. Henry married me and my wife. Did he in, really? In real life, yeah. Wow. And so um so he married and but like I don't get to see him very much. Sure. So it's just fun to be yeah. around all of those. All the people. you're hanging out with all your buds. Yeah. And getting paid to do it. I know. Such is uh, such is life. Um, okay, let's see. I have a feeling this is um a quote from something. How can we redesign adult diapers so they feel more 21st century? How can we redesign adult diapers? I don't know if that is a reference to something. Maybe. Um, I have no idea. Yeah, one time in Children's Hospital, uh, I did wear a diaper. So maybe that's that. <laughs> How was that? <laughs> it was pretty fun. It was actually, <laughs> it was like, it was very like, um, it made me want to wear more diapers. Really? Yeah. It, it was really like somehow they found a big one. It was probably one of those like depends or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. But um, it was very they like, make adult diapers. Well, you I think start I, wearing I, I might start doing it just because it does save time. You can go pee pee <laughs> and like you don't have to like, oh, excuse me, guys, I got to go out of the meeting yeah. right now. You know, it's like you can just do your business. Right. And, and I would say as an adult, you probably don't want to go number two just because. Yeah. People are going to know that like, did someone in here go poopy in their pants? <laughs> you know? Like yeah. if you're in a small room, but. Um, but it did make me want to wear diapers more. Oh yeah. There's some, I can imagine that there's some, uh, new layer of security. That's, that's what felt. it is. Yeah. yeah. So how do we redesign them for the 21st century? I don't know. I don't know. The smell factor. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Oh yeah. Maybe you could, yeah. Maybe you could coat them with like, um, whatever they make, like dog poop bags, you know, yeah, like you, yeah, once yeah. you put your dog's poop in yeah. a bag, it's kind of like, you don't really, so maybe if they made diapers out of that stuff. I think that's a great idea. Do people ask you for medical advice? Um, uh, sometimes because of uh, children's hospital and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And it's really dangerous. I mean, I don't know anything about, you know, but yeah, people will say like, <laughs> should I be mixing this drug with that? And I'm like, I, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> yeah, your your heart is gonna explode if you do that. Like, oh yeah, I did see um, that you posted. Someone tweeted that like their dad was watching and was getting so mad. At yeah, him. and then before he realized that the whole thing is a parody. Yeah, well, it's funny because like uh, the tone, you know, of Children's Hospital and Medical Police is like very absurd. You yeah. know, it's like really dumb people. It's so goofy. Yeah, say, yeah, it's like super goofy. And so some people don't are not down for that at all. Like they turn on, they turn it on and they're like, I'm not having this. Especially if there's no laugh track to yes, indicate that yes. this is worth laughing And we're at. not laughing when right. we're, you know, you say crazy stuff, but with a totally straight face. Uh -huh. um, but you know, I, I would say like 90% of people figure out like, oh, okay, this is a comedy like right away. Right. But 10% but of people are like offended. They're like, <laughs> these doctors are so dumb. This guy's going to get hurt. You know, yeah. like, all right. So technically, you're still doing your job. You're creating a conversation around the show. <laughs> yes, we're talking about healthcare, which is yeah. what's important. Um, okay, someone wants to know: Baby Yoda versus Baby Jabba versus Baby Nut. Who wins? I saw that um, online. Yeah. Uh, Did you see the whole, the new Planners commercials? A big hubbubaloo. Yeah, I'm not I'm not up to speed on that. What the, I know that they were going to kill off the peanut, but yeah, then Mr. They, Planners they pulled died. that commercial, right? Like, well, he died, but they brought him back as a baby nut during oh, the Super Bowl. So okay. it's um yeah, it's a baby that just says like I'm back. Yeah, but it's the shape of a baby testicle, right? Yeah, it's a it's a It's clearly a testicle. Yeah, and it's called with a monocle. And it's called baby nut. Like yeah. there's a lot of things in the marketing side that I yeah. would have liked to be a fly on the wall during the brainstorming session. These advertising work. people, I'm telling you, <laughs> guys, just get into comedy. Get out of advertising. You don't want to be in advertising. Save yourself. Um that is weird though about that um, little bit of reality yeah. uh, mixed in there because, um, you know, we are dealing with that also. Like uh, on medical police, uh -huh. we are trying to contain a worldwide virus outbreak. Yeah. And I don't know if you've looked at the news, Grace, but there is a worldwide uh, outbreak going uh -huh. on right now. There's, um, yeah, there's the, uh, it's is it in Anaheim? Wasn't it in Yeah, Anaheim? I think it's, uh, yeah, I think and it's And you like, walked in sick today? I know. <laughs> I, oh, I I definitely have it. I do. Yeah. But, um, but no, but there are people on Twitter and stuff and on Instagram that are like, um, is the coronavirus um, viral marketing for wow. medical police? 
And um, so I just ignore them. But, yeah. That's I mean, we that's... wrote that show. I didn't write it. They wrote that show. I'm going <laughs> to take credit. But they wrote the show like, you know, a couple of years ago. Sure. And But isn't that crazy? That but that is nuts. Because we predicted this. Yeah. That's I mean, now you guys have too much power. I know. I, I wonder know. if I'm psychic. <laughs> no, whatever comes with the next season. Uh, I think people are going to be completely on yes. edge about that uh, being manifested I in real know. life. Oh, my gosh. What if we could control it? <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible to control the medical industry. You really can't. Uh, okay, what's a question you hate being asked in interviews? And what's a question you've always wanted to be asked? Ooh, gosh, that's a really hard one. A question that I hate being asked in interviews. It's tough um, because we're <clears throat> coming to the end of this interview. I would say, let's go, <laughs> yeah, well, let's look at some of your questions. Yeah, we can um, backtrack. Let's, let's go uh, back because a, a lot of those were really ticking me off. <laughs> Actually, I do have one question I really want to ask um, because I've never heard of this before and I'm so fascinated by this YouTube Red show that mm -hmm. you did. Mm -hmm. Do you want to see a dead body? Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> this yeah. is for real? That was for real. Yeah. Well, YouTube. Well, it's a scripted show. Yeah, it was yeah. a scripted show. Because where... at first I thought it was like a real prank show. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, it was, um, that's actually, an, again, a, this, a real life thing happened that kind of got our show canceled. Really? And uh, it was that fucking guy that oh, went Logan to Logan Paul. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but wow. So I way back like started shooting these videos where I would take a celebrity uh -huh. to go see a dead body that I found and that's it yeah. like that was the whole premise they were like five like, minutes like and, comedians in cars but yeah, a little different but, yeah it's exactly that and um so I did one with like Ben Stiller I did one with like Deepak Chopra um yeah it was really crazy all so, the major gurus yeah all the major gurus the, the life gurus but, um, and then so um, we ended up doing a whole series for a show mm -hmm. for YouTube Red. Um, and then so they put it out. And I don't think anyone really has YouTube Red. Oh, whoops. Am I shitting on them? Sorry. Who knows? Uh, but uh, um, I think that people want to watch YouTube, but I don't know if they wanted to pay for like original right. show. Oh, yeah, because this was still behind the paywall. Yes, yeah, this is behind the paywall. So, um, so what happened the, as soon as the show came out? Uh, what's his face went yeah. to like that suicide oh. forest oh. and filmed real dead people like the week before our show wow. came out. So I didn't know that. It, yeah. So wow. our show kind of got like swept under the rug. Yeah. You know? So, oh, shit. but it was a fun, I had a fun time filming. It. Yeah. Like, it was and just again, fun. so everyone knows your show was scripted. <laughs> yes. Yes. They're totally fake dead bodies. Yeah. It's just a joke about me and no one ever asks. The other joke is that no one ever says like, how did you know about this dead body? You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, no one says that. Yeah. People are just like, oh, I guess I'll come. Like yeah. it'll be weird to see one. This makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay, last question for you. If you could give any celebrity or historical figure a wedgie, who would it be and why? Ooh, a wedgie? A wedgie, which um, is like so fascinating to me. Yeah. Because it's like <coughs> it's sending hmm. some sort of message to someone. Yeah. Um, I would give Martha Stewart a wedgie. Okay. Because I feel like I was I was uh, unappreciated uh, yeah. on the show. I don't think she really knew me or got wanted to get sure. to know me. Um, and uh, does that sound terrible? Giving her no. a wedgie? Okay, yeah. I, I don't want I... it to sound violent or anything. No, I would no, no, give no. her a very gentle. It's all just a tug, playful. Yeah, and I feel like Martha makes a point now to be very in the know of youth culture that she would probably say yes to this wedgie giving and you Again, know really make a moment out of it. This is a show we should be pitching, <laughs> right? Celebrity wedgies. Yeah, celebrities. 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 We'll get there. We'll get we there. have to go to Netflix and pitch this. We're wasting time. I know. They're right there. They're right there. Um, Rob, thank you so much for being here. Chris, this thank you great. for having me. Before so you fun. go, though, um, everyone that um, is a guest on the show gets a personalized fortune <gasps> cookie from us to you them. Guys, yeah, I wasn't just guys, saving my you breakfast. You tricked me. I tricked you. You tricked me. I pranked me. you. This is our prank show. Um, can I open it? Yeah, of course. Okay, do you want me to read it or no? Um, yes, please. Okay. Because I forget what's inside there. Okay, here I go. I'm opening up the, uh, let me do a little ASMR for yeah. people. Yeah, wow. <laughs> that was real. It is a podcast, so I want people to know that it's real. And I'm reading that. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. We have, uh, 
Is there? You're choking me. Is there a doctor in the house? I, did, I wanted to make this so that I was choking to death. That somehow this thing was making me choke to death. I didn't do a good job. Um, Barbara Streisand cloned her dogs. I'm so blind. Uh, Barbara, Barbara Streisand cloned, cloned her dogs for $50,000. You have a 10% chance of being that kind of rich if you play your cards right. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. Did she, is that a real fact? She cloned yeah. her dogs. Yes, she did for $50,000. That seems cheap. I thought the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> what like, kind of dog do you have? Uh, she's like a little mix, she's got a little boxer face. I actually um, j- got the dog DNA test uh, for so her. So you're going to clone her? No, I'm oh. going to find out what she is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. With the hopes of cloning. Yeah, uh, yeah. Eventually. How do you line. do a DNA? You just take a hair a from swab, her or you swab her butt? You swab, swab her butthole. The, uh, yeah, I made the choice to do the butthole. They recommend the mouth. The vet is like, take this back. We, I, did, we need some saliva. And I got offended because I went above and beyond for them and they did not appreciate it. Um, Rob, where can people find you and Medical Police and everything that you're up to if they don't already know? Medical Police is currently on Netflix, mm-hmm. so go put it on, and that's it. Um, you know, I'm on Twitter, at Rob Hubel, and same thing on Instagram. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again for being here. Thank you for having me, and this cookie is delicious. Thank you for baking this. Of course. We do it all here. It's so homemade. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time on Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Not Too Deep. Too deep, too deep, too deep, not too deep. With Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated. Producer Melissa D. Montz, edited by Shireen Lani Yunus. Post-production sound by Chris Henry. And an extra special thanks to Flula for the theme music. Too deep, too deep, too deep, not too deep. With Grace Helbig. Whatever struggles you are facing, from depression and anxiety to trauma and grief, BetterHelp can connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, as well as chat and text with your therapist. And anything you share is completely confidential. Best of all, it is affordable, and you will get 10% off your first month with the discount code GRACE. So why not get started? Go to betterhelp.com grace. Fill out a questionnaire to get matched with a counselor that you'll love today. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated. Producer Melissa D. Montz, 